what is the good word everybody and happy new year to everyone hope everyone had a good holiday season and a good new year and i think this is the uh first episode of the year and it brings us to episode 33 it's the college football national championship um and it is yeah i know week 18 in the nfl so um should be uh, a good weekend of football you know what i mean so well for some people you know what i mean some of us are still kind of uh i don't want to say in shell shock because i'm not shocked but i don't want to sound like i expected it don't want to say i expected but i want to say i'm not shocked but anyway as you can see some of us are still willing but as you can also see that some of us are still, you know, had a pretty good weekend as well. So it was give and take. So, um, but awesome. Awesome weekend of football we just had. Um, I don't know uh, what that I was going to say, but I completely forgot. But this is the Dukes of Football if I didn't tell you that before, I'm going to tell you that again. This is what it is. We talk football. And this is episode 33 CFE National Championship. Um, NFL week 18. Again, I know, right? Week 18 of the NFL. Talk about that later. So, but um, yeah, so again, happy new year. Um, welcome back. Um, way to hold um something whatever i don't know something good whatever um but here we go so uh once again we are brought to you by elite performance revved up tattoos be lit organics the fighter's friend and rogue energy and a few other sponsors that aren't mentioned we all welcome um and thank you for your continued support of the bw sports one network of show so we dive into it so let's get into it to see my bookie ncaa uh man cave chatter or 50 deposit match up to a thousand dollars at any free ten dollar bet at mybookie.ag so um that was that ticker All right, so that takes us into what we're talking about. So, uh, first up, we got uh, the bowl games. So, we had the New Year's six six bowls. Those turned out pretty um, exciting to watch. A couple games that I was really interested in in the New Year's six. Uh, One was the um, OSU uh, Utah game, I and Dan both had uh, high hopes for the Utes throughout the season. They kind of got out the gates um, during the season slow, but then picked up uh, towards the end of the year, uh, knocked off Oregon twice very convincingly. Um, I thought that it would be I mean, it was a very competitive game for, you know, for a a, a point. But I thought that I'd get more out of Utah. One, you had a lot of key players for OSU not um, suit up for various reasons, most of them being uh, 
I think holding out for the draft. Um, Chris Olave would be the main name that you would have known that would um that did that um that um didn't return or did that opted out for the bowl game, um, which is gonna bring up a point later on in the show. But uh they opted out of the bowl game for various reasons. Um so it looked like that Utah would actually have a better edge. I think uh, they were actually favored in that game, if memory serves me correctly. But um, you look at it, and the thing that kind of you would be excited if you were OSU fan and worried if you was a Big Ten uh, person is how quickly they adjusted from the guys who set out to the guys coming in. Um, one name that stood out very, very convincingly was uh, Marvin Harrison, the third of the sec or junior Marvin Harrison, uh, junior. You obviously know if you're from the Indy area, you obviously know that name. So that stood out uh, quite a bit uh, with the game that he had, but they ended up taking the win. Um, the big 10 overall, uh, did pretty well in the bowl games uh, consistently. I know the couple at the top didn't look too good with Michigan getting thumped pretty good by Georgia. Um, I'll chat about that here in uh, TikTok. But um, other game that kind of interests me a bit was uh, the Notre Dame um, <clears throat> the Notre Dame Oklahoma uh, State game. <clears throat> I know a lot of Notre Dame people were um, a little angry that, you know, they fared so well in their season that they get the secondary uh, person, the secondary team in the Big 12 and not get the team who won the Big 12 in the Baylor. But it looks like they had their hands full uh, with Oklahoma uh, State. I expected Notre Dame to do much better than what they showed. Um you know, Oklahoma State kind of put it on there like, you know, we're top 10 for a reason, but um, <laughs> it was for my voice out earlier. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> if y'all was looking for him, there he is. He's always around. <laughs> Lurking in the shadows. <laughs> but um, like I was saying, um, I expected Notre Dame to look a little better than what they did. You know, um, it, it was almost like they were there, they played, but they were just like, eh, you know, eh, you know, if we do, I, I like the, I like the new coach that I will say, um, I like the leap of faith that, um, <laughs> let's see, uh, what do you say? Uh, Twenty-one point lead to poop to poop. I think that's what we say to pop. I don't know. Um, I agree. You know, I mean, I, I like the coach. I think it's a good leap of faith at Notre Dame to um, to go that route again. You know, they did it once. Um, hopefully, this time they'll give a little bit more of a a leash. I don't want to say least. That's the, definitely the wrong word for what I'm trying to um, 
articulate without being just upfront about it. Um, leeway, leeway. I hope they give a lot more leeway than they did to the last experiment that they tried. But I like this young guy. I think he's good. The team likes him. Uh, I think recruiting is not going to dip a little bit. Um, I can't wait to um, LSU and Notre Dame actually find either on the schedule. Um, that should be um, pretty, 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 pretty interesting to see. What has he got in here? Uh, ah, I like it. I like it. I'll come back to that. Yes, I will. I like it. But at the moment, I think I was looking for something on Hulu. But that's beside the point. But um, I like it. What is this? This is in another language. Um, thank you for watching. Exactly. <laughs> oh, poop. You mean poop. 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 Okay, I got you. All right, so... um. Yeah, Dan. Well, Dan, I know he would love to tell y'all himself uh, how he feels about the Notre Dame, but I'm pretty sure he's excited about the new uh, direction Notre Dame is going in. For one, um, I know he was not a real big fan of Brian Kelly. So um, I'm thinking they pooped the bed. <laughs> I know he's a real, uh, not a real big fan of Brian Kelly. So um, I'm anxious, so I know he is anxious to see the next turn or the next evolution of Notre Dame bass of football, Notre Dame football. So um, I guess we got to talk about the national championship game now. You know, I kind of really don't want to, but I kind of had to. I mean, honest question, honest question. How many people are going to watch this game? Isn't there, in this week 18, isn't there one more Monday night game? Or all the games on Saturday and Sunday? You know, that's a question. I don't know why I'm asking. I should know. <laughs> Since I did do, like, a hell of a game of picks. So, let's go and take a look. I don't know. I don't think there are any um, Monday night games this week. I think it's, this is the game, the national championship game. We'll find out here in a second. I'm just going to blabber on while I uh, scroll the hot sheets here. You know what I mean? So, uh, let's see. Oh, do, 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 do. Um, there is not a Monday night game. So, you're stuck with it. You got you to gotta watch it. But, honestly, do we really want to... Saturday, Sunday only. Yes, I discovered that. Eagles will beat the Cowboys on Saturday night. Yes, we will get to that, Dan. Lord, you are obsessed with this Eagles and Cowboys. It's like almost Cowboys and Indians, but they got rid of the Redskins. So, uh, <laughs> uncalled for. Yes, I know. So, back to the national championship game. So, um, what now? Yes, I am. Yes, we know. <laughs> All right, so uh, back to the national championship game. We got number three, Georgia, who defeated at 13-1, who defeated uh, the Big Ten champion. See that uh, little thing right here, Big Ten championship, this little towel I got. This is one of the things at the, uh, at the Lucas Oil. It would be great 
to be down there at Lucas Oil this weekend to be watching the Wolverines. I don't know how I would ever have gotten a ticket for that much without selling one of my children. Might have thought about it, but then, you know, with the parents, the mother, the grandparents, you know, probably a bad idea. So good thing that they lost. I didn't have to put that option up on the table. But uh, they defeated uh, convincingly the um, Michigan Wolverines. Uh, um, I can say this. You know what? All of the, the haters out there who are um, the one of Jim Harbaugh gone at the beginning of the year, celebrated Jim Harbaugh when he got rookie of the year. Now they want Jim Harbaugh gone at the end of the year when they got <clears throat> pretty much beat down. So, um, you know, listen. I'm a Michigan fan with or without him. So if the rumors are true that he could entertain the Bears or the Raiders, you know what I mean? If that's better for your family, fine. If you want to stay in Michigan, fine. I'm going to be a fan with or without you. But, you know, I'm one of these people like, are you a fan of the of the school to the point that – what is he talking about, our good booty uh, with the – Oh, okay. What is this? What is this foolishness? Uh, where Jim Harbaugh coaching in 2022, Michigan see a 300 less. Blah, blah, blah. Bears, Jack, he's not going to Jacksonville. I could guarantee you would leave Michigan for Jacksonville. And I don't think he's going to Cleveland because I think Cleveland is going to get rid of Baker before they get rid of their coach. Because we obviously seen the break of Mayfield is the issue there, even though he's got great commercials. But I don't think that it's a coaching issue there. I think it's a Baker issue. Jacksonville, I don't think they're flirting with any more college-style coaches. I think they're going, even though you could say Jim Harbaugh is also an NFL coach, but I don't think they're going to go that route. I think they're going to go with somebody in the league. I wouldn't be surprised if they went with a minority coach as well, being that the Sheik is their owner. So um, that on that. But thanks for the odds, Mr. Rafael Arspazo, who's our good guy, uh, connected with Doc Sports and my bookie. I think, I hope I did that right. If not, please don't shoot me anyone who that refers to. But <clears throat> end result is uh, Georgia won the game. Um, I'm happy with the season that we had with Georgia. I mean, with Michigan. You know what I mean? It was not expected for us to um, win 10 to get 10 wins. It was not expected for us to uh, beat OSU, especially after the loss to Michigan State. It was not expected for us to uh, not only beat OSU, be in the Big Ten Championship and win the Big Ten Championship and be a part of the CFP. So, and win the college player of the year. I have the get ready to have the number one and the number two picks of the NFL drive, which is going to be unheard of to have two defensive players go one and two um, in the draft. Good, good, good year. Recruiting is up. So I'm not, I'm, I'm, how can I be upset? Yeah, we didn't win the national championship, but did we expect to win the national championship? We played on bonus money. So I'm good here. Um, Georgia, exciting football team. Again, Dan and I, from the beginning of the year, both picked Georgia to win the national championship, so we're not in a bad spot. Um, the only disconcern that and, and I think he might have, but I know I have, uh, really, 
are we're we're tired of seeing the manipulation of the polls, of the rankings, of the matchups, and how they're determined to get to the national championship so y'all can continue to um the SEC. You know what I'm saying? But on the flip side, you got to beat them to take them out of the equation. If you can't beat them, then you can't do nothing but sit there and just watch because Cincinnati had an opportunity to beat Alabama. They definitely showed that the horses were not the same. You know what I mean? You're riding with the ones up that you get the children at the Riley Hospital uh, down the street up here. You let them walk around. You brought them kind of horses and Alabama came with them, them Clydesdales, and they just ran right through whatever Cincinnati thought that they were going to do. So, um, and it was really no different. I think we scored a couple more points. So, but other than that, you know, we had two opportunities for a, a, a non-Power 5 and a Power 5 to knock off the SEC, and neither one of them brought the amount of ammunition in their weaponry or their arsenal to take out the guys on the hill. So um, there you have it. So we're going to have another um, SEC championship. Well, I mean, at least we don't have Clemson or OSU. And this is something else about how ridiculous OSU fans are. Oh, we won our bowl game and Michigan didn't. But at the end of the day, we still kicked your ass and won the Big Ten. So holla at me. Uh, you know, when you get through, I'll be in the bathroom. <laughs> So, moving on from that, uh, that actually takes us away from college football. Uh, so, that means we got us a nice little short break, and then we'll come back and dive right into some NFL. Because it is week 18 in the NFL. It is the first and ever week 18 in the National Football League. Welcome back, everybody. That's our good friend, Zach, over there at um, Elite Performance. If you're trying to get that, what I need to work off of, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I got to do it. You know, be the, the holiday season. I don't know if you guys caught the meals that the One's Kitchen put out for um, – the holidays that uh, that go with sports, you know, with a lot of a lot of stuff that happens on Christmas Day and New Year's Day, New Year's Eve with sports. So uh, the ones kitchen put out uh, some 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 stuff on, and you can see why. You know, I mean, the little the little belly sticks out a little bit. I got to get some crunch time, so I should be getting my little black ass over to Zach at Elite Performance to get myself in that elite performance shape. So I could be ready for Vegas 
in November because that's the goal to go to Vegas in November. So I got to get in that elite performance shape. So I really need to get over to see Zach. Dan's over there. So why should not be? That's what we say. But check him out. 765-499-1005. And it'll get you toned. Um, I got to come up with some type of little, you know, little catchphrase. Give me a little bit. I'll work on that. But anyway, check him out. Uh, 765-499-1005. All right. So back at it. Got to get rid of that. And so that takes us into, hey, do we pick a winner for the national championship game? Or are we just going to go with it? We're just going to go with it? We're just going to go with it? Because I really don't care. I don't care. I mean, I don't. I don't have a hatred for Alabama. I don't have a like for Alabama. I don't have a hatred for Georgia, and I don't have a like for Georgia either. You know what I mean? So I don't really – I mean, I guess, you know what? I'm going for the winner. There you go. Whoever wins, that's who the one picks. So now that takes us into Inside the NFL Cooler, brought to you by Circle City Cryogenics, where we freeze just about anything – but people, <laughs> I love it. I need to get down there and check that process out because I want to see it. I wonder if they'll let me in. I hope so. You know, what I mean, I'll wear a shirt that way I can identify myself. I just wouldn't be some some random just showing up. Like, hey man, let me get a tour. Ah. <laughs> All right, so um, week eighteen, man, it's the first one that we've got in the NFL. You know, me personally, I don't have a problem with it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not a big fan of, you know, a whole lot of preseason games. I don't think you need um, uh, four games to evaluate. It's cool that the teams that play in that Hall of Fame game get an extra game to evaluate. I mean, extra game, that's cool. Um, but I think you can do it in three games. You know what I mean? I think you can, um, I think you can get what you need over the training camps and all of those things and those couple – because you know you do scrimmages with other teams live and stuff like that. So I think you can get enough evaluation of what you need to see uh, within that time and, you know, give it another week. And I, I like the wild card weekend. I like um, only having one buy. I think it gives a little bit um, more, you know, excitement. I love having that last week of the season be divisional games where it's harder to sit um, – uh, so players, you know what I mean, which is going to turn out to be um, at the end of the show. I'm going to might as well give it to you now. The social media question um, of um, of the week, you know, conversation that we have on the show. I mean, on the page. So uh, the social media question is going to be, you know, what I mean, you as a fan, you know, how do you feel about your if your team is in this situation? How do you feel about sitting players? you know, going into the playoffs if you got that bye week and stuff like that. Do you feel that the rust, I mean, do you feel that the, the break is helpful? You know, do you feel that the break is harmful to your team? Does it lose rhythm? Say your team is on a roll, an eight-game winning streak, you're on a roll. You know, if you locked up that last fight, you take a, you take that week off, you know what I mean? And you come back rusting, you come up against a team that's not had a week off and just feeling good, teams are clicking. You know what I'm saying? Say you do that. You know, so you take those weekend, you get a couple injuries, come back, and you come back healthy, and you go through it. So it's a, it's a couple ways you look at it, but um, I know we'd like to hear from you guys. So I'll put this up on the page a little bit later on while I'm um, 
tinkering around on the one's kitchen and watching some of these NBA games because, you know, uh, Kyrie comes back tonight playing the Pacers um, here in Indy. So I'll tune into that here in a little bit. Um, you got some pretty decent games on, you know, you know, Clay's coming back at the end of the week. So you obviously know Big Storm and I is going to have much to talk about um, on Sunday um, on State of Basketball when it comes to that. But um, as we go on, let's see, what do we got? Um, let me go down my checklist and make sure I hit everything. So uh, we talked about that. Uh, we talked about that. We are actually there now. So, okay. It's my Ben moment. You know what I mean? If you don't know, um, I am a Steeler fan. Um, it's all over just about as much as my Michigan stuff. Um, this is, you know, Carmel basketball. That's what we do, you know, we support. Um, I'm a Ben fan. That's my favorite Steeler ever, man. And it was looked like it was the ending of an era. You know, I know he didn't quite come out and say that, he was done playing football, um, just done with this moment. And like, let's face it, you know, Ben's not playing anywhere else. No, no organization is going to uh, supply that type of money for a quarterback that's not, you know, we love his heart. We love his his tenacity and all this type of thing, but he, he he's not what he used to be. You know, giving if you give him a line like um, what the Colts have or, something like that where he can be stationary for a little bit to get the ball out, then maybe you could do a little bit. But right now we need somebody who can can move around. But it's 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 the ending of an era. Um there was a lot going on. If you notice he's he's played in a year in the league um 18 years. 18 years without a losing record. So let's go over and we can go over and toot the Steelers horn once again why they're one of the best organizations in all of sports. So in the last 50 years, you've had three coaches. All three coaches have won Super Bowls. And these stupid-ass Steeler fans, every time Mike Tomlin loses a game, you sons of bitches want to talk about his coaching. Listen here, man. 15 seasons he's been a coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he has not had a losing record ever. A couple 500s, but 500 ain't losing. 500. Can get you in the playoffs sometimes. As you can see, the Seattle Seahawks, remember they hosted a playoff game with a losing record. So let's not let's not hold that short. 15 consecutive years, 18 consecutive years, no losing records. The man is fifth all-time in passing yards, top 10 in touchdowns. Uh what he's got something else, completions, all that crap, man. He's a Hall of Famer, two touch, two NFL um Super Bowl championship rings. I think the only thing he doesn't have is the MVP. So what? He's done everything else. You know what I mean? he He's third in comeback wins behind Breeze, Brady. Let's get it. Let's get it together. You know what I'm saying? This dude is a Hall of Famer. Give him his credit. Let's stop talking. It. Okay. So what? When he was a kid, he might have aggressively taking something a little faster that was all that was being offered to him in the bathroom. Okay. He might've did some crazy shit on the motorcycle, but he grew up. We all grow up, grew up, went two Super Bowls. You're Hall of Famer. Walk off with the sunset. Proud to be a Steeler with the helmet on. I loved it. Also, that was my Ben moment. Where did the Steelers go from here? Uh, either Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. 
I don't really care. Give me one of them. Mur uh, Rudolph has shown he can't. Haskins can't even get in uniform. Um, um, I don't see nothing in the draft. I don't think nothing to be around long enough for us to pick him up. So uh, free agency is where we're going to go. Let's go get it. Um, next up, let's keep it moving. Ben and all his goodness. Um, February 2nd, Washington football team is going to reveal their new name. I don't know how many of y'all really care. We, Dan and I, are passionate about this. We both wanted to keep the Redskins because we understood. We had a guest on uh, Wednesday Night Live at one point in time a few years ago, Mark One Wolf, uh, who was a Native American. Controversial, but mm, Native American whatsoever, but he spoke for um, a large group, like other people speak for larger groups. So um, we wanted it, but I'm actually a fan of the Washington football team. Some of the other names that I've heard are pretty just absolutely downright ridiculous. And I'm not even going to entertain them by repeating them on the BW Sports Airwaves. So, but February 2nd, we're going to find out what they're going to do. So, mm, there's the thing. Uh, we had the passing of John Madden uh, a, few, a few days ago. Um, as you said, if you watch NFL, if you under, if you love football, uh, you know who this man is. Um, if you play video games, you know who it is. Iconic voice, uh, Monday nights watching, you know, boom and all that good stuff. You know, watch him draw bomb and all those funny things um, on the teleprompter. It was it was great entertainment. And you was um, informed about the football game roundabout the way. And there was nothing better than the Madden bus. You know, what I mean, here in Indy, you see the Madden bus show up, you know, downtown. Uh, you know it's a big game for the Colts. So um, um, unexpected death, but um, great loss to the football world, great loss to the culture world, great loss to the people world. So um, there you go. Uh, I'm still not going to play Madden because I'm not really good at it, but I'll watch and cheer and talk shit for somebody else. Uh, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what I got on that. Um, A.B., I guess we could talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it sucks. Um, I still blame the hit on that uh, dirty player from Cincinnati. Um, AB, either either Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers were um, absolutely amazing at masking um, the mental issues of one Antonio Brown or that hit from um, the guy from Cincinnati. I can't remember his name. It's like right here, but I can't say it. Uh, I think he was fined like a thousand million hundred dollars, but <laughs> nice numbers. I like a, a nine-year-old or a, a three-year-old saying numbers, but um, I think that's when it happened. You know, what I mean that that hit it hadn't been the same. You know, it's been off the edge. You know, and these two guys that I work with here uh, over talking about the Cowboys picked up Antonio Brown. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um. Yeah, they're funny, but uh, I just hope that he gets the help that he need. You know, um, I know it's been offered a look a whole bunch of times, but like I've said, you know, a thousand times in life, a thousand times in sports, um, you can only help somebody who can who's willing to help themselves until he figures out that there's an issue that needs to be addressed. Um, there's nothing that we can do um, to um, to help him until he's ready to help himself. So up. Uh, think everybody's home 
Uh, King Henry should be coming back. I think he hit the practice field today. Um, what an amazing uh, year for the, uh, the Tennessee Titans to be in the position that they were when Henry went down and for them to, you know, just to bail water to keep the ship afloat until he is back. I mean, they had some pretty big wins. You know what I mean? They still uh, finished, you know, with um, I think it's 11 wins that they got. You know what I'm saying? And then now he's coming back and going to get a week to prepare and then another week to be um, acclimated back going into the playoffs. I mean, it's going to be hard, man, And these other guys have stepped up into the role. You've seen Tannehill win games. You've seen this offense manufacture wins for the game and defensive whole games. So um, the AFC, uh, you know, they're talking about Tennessee. You know, they're talking about Cincinnati, who I really love. Since I really love how they can just change the um, the manipulation of the field with Jamar, Jamar Chase. Wow, do they have a connection. And wow, is this young man exciting. But you're going to have to pay attention to the Tennessee Titans with now this double-headed uh, running game, and then a Tannehill who can win games in moments because we've seen it. So, um, gotta take a look at that. Let's see um, who I think is in danger. I think Baltimore is in serious, serious, serious danger. Um, kind of like um, the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals, even though they did come and get a win over the Cowboys, who only hyped themselves. I say the Cowboys have a good football, a good defense. I don't think the Cowboys have an overall good football team because their offense is struggling a bit. Um, they said, um, um, well, we've always seen Dak Prescott's struggles as as of late after the hot start uh, at the beginning of the year. But Ezekiel Elliott, I think he's only rushed for over 60 yards. I think he hasn't rushed for over 60 yards since week six. I think that's what I read um, somewhere. It's been all the Pollard. I mean, when I when we had guests on last week, one was a Cowboy fan, and I said, why do we keep considering Elliott the number one uh, when uh, Pollard is obviously the guy who's getting the bulk and all the work that's being done? And here comes out the stat that he hasn't had um, a rushing game over 60 yards since week six. So the defense looks pretty good, but then you go back to it, they got 11 wins. But go back to the game. They haven't beaten a good football team since uh, I forgot who was the one win that they got against football team. Everybody else has just been beating mediocre football teams. But then again, we got to inflate these Cowboys right up like they're doing some things. Yes, they have the makeup of having the good football team, but their coaching and their leadership and their discipline is terrible. Mika Fitzpatrick should be defensive player of the year and um, um, rookie defensive rookie of the year. Hands down, the guy's that good, and I think he's going to change things. But the office needs to pick their stuff up, and I'm very worried about when they go into the playoff game when it comes down to game management situations with Mike McCarthy, who just looks like he's on them force pills on the sidelines at times where he's not getting his shit together. So, Cowboy fans, that's what I should be worried about. Um, moving up, but damn, I was supposed to be talking about how Baltimore is in danger, because they are. Um, just like the Cardinals, like I said, they're very good at the beginning of the years, but as the season goes and the pounding happens of how the uh, usage rate of both of those quarterbacks become a factor later on in the season, as you can see it, um, Cardinals have struggled. Baltimore has extremely struggled. 
So um, can Woodley win a game? Yes. Is Woodley going to win the game? Not really sure. Um, what kind of um, uh, what kind of um, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson we're going to get this weekend? Where it's going to be such another emotional game that's going to be played with it being possibly Ben's last game against his biggest rival. So, I mean, what is going to happen? You know, they win. I mean, this game is important because either one of these teams win and they still have an opportunity to get in the playoffs. One, if you lose, it's a done deal. So who's going to go out? Who's going to ruin somebody else's opportunity is what that game is going to come down to. And I think Baltimore is in trouble. Segue to something later on here shortly. So, um, and then I talked about a little bit ago, who in the AFC wants to play the Cincinnati Bengals. Woo! Glad we've already done it. We've already got our ass whipped twice. So, but who wants to play the Cincinnati Bengals? Burrow, uh, pinpoint accuracy, which is going to bring up a conversation that Dan is going to have to be in uh, when we have this, probably in the offseason when we do alternating shows. I want to match up these young quarterbacks to their predecessors, who these guys resemble um, before, like um, Burrow, Herbert, you know, Matt Jones. You know, who do these guys resemble? Who do they uh, remind you of? Um, a Brady, a Manning, a Breeze, a Ben, a things like that. So it's probably going to be a conversation that uh, we're going to get some people in on because they'd like to have it. But Joe Burrow, I mean, this guy is exciting. He's accurate. Um, I like it that he's a, he's a gunslinger. He tries things. He has the confidence that he can make these things when he has an arm like that. And then when you got a player in the connection that you have with Javar Chase, who can take the top off of anybody at any time he touches the ball, he is a threat to go to the house. And then you add the strong running game of Mixon, and their defense is capable enough to uh, hold off people where their offense can do things. So I just think Cincinnati is not the team that you really want to face um, in the playoffs for the AFC. Um, if you haven't noticed, and I don't know if you noticed, well, notice wasn't the word. Um, I don't know if you've seen them on the page earlier in the week. I did put up the NFL power rankings uh, for week 18 again, week 18. You know what I mean? We're supposed to be getting ready for um, the wild card games. You know what I'm saying? The double buy, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, nope, we got one more week of regular season games, which are all divisional games, which makes it all super exciting. So uh, you got the Packers are sitting at number one, uh, Chiefs at number two, Bucks, Rams, Titans, Bills, Cowboys, Cardinals, Patriots, Bengals. So there's your top ten for the um, – uh, week 18 power rankings. So let's go ahead and finish this this gosh darn thing on out um, with our picks. And let's ride off into the sunset. Um, what are you doing for? I do not know. <laughs> All right, there we go. We are in like Flynn. So we have our Doc Sports NFL picks of the week brought to you by Doc Sports. Text BW Sports 1 to 2900 for your 29022. Apologize. Start over. Rewind the tape. Let's do it one more time. Doc Sports NFL picks of the week 
Brought to you by Doc Sports. Text BW Sports 1222TO2 29022 for your free $60 in fix. Uh, <laughs> all right. Game one. Colts, and I think all these games are, except for this, well, all these games matter. All the games that I picked today matter in some way, shape, or another. Doesn't really matter for Jacksonville, but it matters for the Colts. Um, positioning, pretty much, is what happens with uh, this particular game for the Colts. So they are going into Jacksonville. Always a pesky um, foe for them. But I don't think it's going to happen too much this year. Um, again, run the ball, Jonathan Taylor, and then all your problems will be solved. Um, Aaron Rodgers is playing unbelievable, so I don't really think Jonathan Taylor is going to get his just due as in the MVP, um, as he should. But I do like the Colts in this game. Um, I like the Colts 35-10. As well as the as the lion, he likes to coach thirty to thirteen. So that moves us on to. Uh oh, there's a comment. He's got something. Hey, my man, Big Ben. What is up, Broski? Missed you. We're back. Glad you caught up at the end at the best time. Let's talk about that shit. Hey, man, I've already done that, and we're not. No. I'm going to block you. I'm going to block you. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Glad to see you back, bro. You know what I mean? Big 10 champions. However you look at it, Big 10 champions. Yeah. Deal with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. So back to where I was at. Where were we at? A uh, Game two. Um, Steelers Ravens. Talked about this earlier. Here it is again. The Steelers, again, with another non-losing season for Mike Tomlin, uh, which will be his, don't worry, I'll watch it again. Always do, brother. Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year. Um, happy New Year to you, my friend. Appreciate your loyalty. I appreciate you watching it. I mean, uh, the bridesmaids. <laughs> I hear you, my friend. All right, so uh, where are we at? Where did I go? I lost my train of thought. Ah, yes, game two Steelers. Um, again, no losing record for Mike Tomlin. We're not going to happen here, even though we did have a tie. And we have an opportunity to knock out um, one of our most hated rivals, the Baltimore Ravens, who are downward spiraling. And it is an opportunity for Big Ben to um, knock them out, go out again with their Steelers helmet on, held high with the number one up, two-time Super Bowl champion, uh, five years, will be a Hall of Famer in Canton, Ohio, where he is from, from the state of Ohio, the only thing in Ohio that I do like, well, him and um, Canton. So um, that is going to be fun. Fun, fun, fun to see. I'm going to be all in on watching it. Um, uh, let's say, yes, a big step on the career, my friend. 
Yes, sir. So I'm gonna be all in on that one. Um, let's go, the Lion. He goes Steelers a little closer, 26-23. Looks like he's wanting Boswell, the last of who will be the last of the Killer Bees. Ben is going to be out. Um, Antonio Brown is loony um, in a good way. Um, and Le'Veon Bell is, I mean, I mean who knows? Uh, he gambled on himself and... Came up a tad bit short, but he does got a lot of money. Um, I'm going to go with the Steelers by 10, 23-13. I just think the defense is uh gotta is gonna be hungry. Um, you're gonna if Lamar plays, he's not gonna be anywhere close to hundred percent. Um, Woodley is gonna be a little straggling coming off the issues that he had. We obviously know the back, the triple, the third string quarterback. Is going to struggle. Antonio Brown is coming back. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> so, um, but I think there's enough enough there to play for besides just bid. You know, what I mean, you're aware, um, TJ, little Watt. Everybody needs a Watt on your team. You wish that Mama Watt had more Watts, but she could only give us so many Watts. And I'm happy to have. Two of them, even though one of them don't play. But you need a Watt. He is one sack behind Michael Strahan for the all-time uh, season sack record of 22 and a half. He's got 21 and a half. Yes, that is the advantage of week 18. It has to help somebody out besides the league. So um, he has the opportunity to get that. And where else would you get it against your um you're one of your most hateful rivals. Sends your quarterback out with a blaze of glory, and you get that sack record. So um, I like the Steelers in that matchup. So we move on to what are we moving on to? Maybe, maybe they will show him. <laughs> they did. I don't think the uh, the Ravens is not going to do that, bro. Ravens will not do that. And I don't think TJ will respect them um, if, if he did. So let me go ahead and pull up uh, the Lions picks for the rest of this so I can have them. All right, so we go with our NFL uh, upset game. This is a game we pick um, for, you know, obviously the upset. Let's see. Uh, we go with the lion. I'm gonna put him up there, but I'm gonna tell you what he put down. Uh, let's see his upset. He's going with the Dolphins over the Patriots 24 23. I think he's banking on that the fact that the Dolphins are still trying to get, I think they're one of those five teams that's um, that's vying for those last two playoff spots. So I'm thinking that he's banking on uh, the Patriots who are already locked in. Um, sitting people and giving them that opportunity to get in. So he's going 24-23 on the upset game. I am going to go with the Jets over the Bills because the Bills are actually going to play uh, most of their guys because they're looking for positioning um, in the playoffs. And the Jets wouldn't do – and they're, the Jets have been playing well the last few weeks. And they almost knocked out the Bucks last week, even with Antonio Brown's antics. The Bucks still came back and won that game. I look for the Jets to challenge this game a little bit 
um, with the Bills. So I'm going to go with the Jets, 24-21. Yeah, so and there we go, go for that. So that takes us over to our money game. This is our lines game, the games we pick uh, that we think that we could make money off of if we were betting. So I am going to go with the Chiefs. Um, I forgot who they're playing, but it doesn't matter because this is going with I'm going with the Chiefs. Uh, Denver, they're Denver. They're going against Denver. So I'm going with the Chiefs at uh, negative 10. I'm going with the over of 44 and a half. Chiefs are still trying to get, you know, the best possible seating, which is as number two spot for them. So um, they think they're going to come out and play well. I'm going to take that that line. Um, what do we have up here? Jets uh, Super Bowl champs in 2029. That poor guy, Big Ben. <laughs> uh, so, and then who do we have left? I'm going to give you the Lions. Let's see. He went with, oh, he went with my Steelers. He went with the Steelers. Plus five and a half over the Ravens. I like it. I like it. We'll make the playoffs. Woo! So, we're banking on, so, Wow, Dan, that's that's pretty good because I would need them to win and Indy to lose to Jacksonville, I think, for that to happen. I think there's like six scenarios. Say it with me. <laughs> He's going to love you for that one, bro. <laughs> Let's see, what does he got here? Uh... We'll beat the pack. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, the pack is gonna be hard to beat, man, especially with the connection that he has with a with Adams, man. And, and who oh my god, hey, I love you. Thanks for watching. But I have no idea what you said, and I hope you're not spamming us on uh on uh YouTube, but I appreciate it. You know what I mean? I appreciate you, appreciate it, I appreciate you. Dallas still. Oh, I'll get to them in a minute, bro. I'll get to them in a minute. Just give me a hot 30. Give me a hot 30. Uh, yeah, so he gave me what he's got. Let's see. I gave you what he's got. So we go down to our bonus game. Bonus game. You know I can't leave out Cowboys and Eagles. You know, the two uh, the other two partners of this wonderful franchise. You know, you got DeLion, who is an Eagles fan. You got... um. <clears throat> Tommy Boy, who is the Cowboys fan. You got the Lion, the Eagles fan, who is the big brother. You got uh, Tommy Boy, the Cowboy fan, who's the little brother. These guys in the same household battling for due time. They got the teams that battle in the same division in the conference, and it's just raw. It's rough. The battle is fierce between these two guys. So, why not have a bonus game with all of our teams? I love it. This is great. So, um, I guess we need to pick the winners. And I'm like, like this is this is going to be, this is actually going to be a better game than people think it's going to be. 
the Eagles have been playing very good football, and they and I think they are have the the leading um one of the leading rushing teams in the league coming up. Um, I think it's I think your top three, you know, with with Jalen Hurst and his ability to move with his legs and he's starting to be able to um, hit open receivers and things of that nature. Um, the defense is very solid. And it's also a, a, a robbery game. This is a game that the Eagles can do a lot of damage to the Cowboys uh, with this win. This can knock them down uh, to an unfavorable matchup. So this is almost a must win for the Cowboys. Um, And the Cowboys have to beat, you know, somebody relatively decent. You know, it's a winning football team with the Eagles. Um, a lot of hype behind what the Eagles is going towards. Um, a lot of dysfunction is going on with the Cowboys. Obviously, Jerry Jones. Um, yes, number one. That's what I was looking for. I didn't want to quote it and be wrong. The number one rushing attack and the best defense in the last seven weeks. There you go. I like it. So it's going to be a challenge. You know what I mean? But Hurts is still capable of turning over the ball quite a bit. And Dallas defense is very well predicated off of them turning over the ball. So if they can turn them over, I mean, I think it could be it it it, it can be a bad game, but Philly has been playing very good football. But the thing Philly does not have, that Dallas does have, and this and this is an individual by the name of Mika uh, uh, Mika Part, I mean uh Michael Parsons. This guy, wow, what a beautiful football player. Whoo, he's I mean. Whoo, I wish I had him, had him and Watt on the same team. It had been like Freeney and Mathis back in the day with the coach book is. That's what it'd be like. But he's a good football player. And I think that's going to be the key um, in this particular matchup. So I am going to go Cowboys 31-23. Dan is going to go Eagles 23-20. So there you have it. Those are the picks of uh, this week for the Doc Sports picks. Those are our picks uh, like Reggie White and Clyde. That's a good one. That's a good one. You know what I mean? I like Reggie White, and I'm I'm on this mission. It's been stalled out because of COVID, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I don't really, you know, pay full price for my jerseys. You know, I got to, you know, be – I got to let the, the Negro come out of me sometimes. You know, you got to go ahead. You got to find the deal. But I'm on this mission. I'm getting a Hall of Fame, a black Hall of Famer for a jersey for every team in the league. I got a good start. I got a decent start right now. But I want a Reggie White jersey, but I cannot do it with the Eagles. His will have to be with Green Bay where he won his championship. So I apologize. I have to do Randall Cunningham. I even I even probably will make the wife mad and do a Michael Vick for well, he's not a Hall of Famer and he won't be. So uh never mind. So she's Vick is safe. I'm I'm safe. Because you know, if I get a Vic jersey, she might divorce me. <laughs> but um I do like it. But uh there you have it. See plus <laughs> Jerome Brown, Seth Joyner. Yeah, yeah. 
But I don't like any of those guys. You know who I really want? And too bad he's not black in a good way, but who at Warren Moon. But I'd get an Oilers jersey. I'd get an Oilers jersey. But I have to it had to be the powder blue with the with yeah, I need that one with the red trim on the Oilers thing. That's the only one I want. Um but well, no, I want a Golic jersey. I want a Mike Golic jersey. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I looked. I looked. And if I'd have found it, I'd have got the green one. I swear for God, I would have bought it. I promise you. But I've rambled on enough. I gotta get to this Pacers Nets game. And I think I'm supposed to be making bacon on my new griddle that I got for Christmas. So I gotta make a move. So thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Uh, that's episode 30. What episode is this? 33? Yes, that's episode 33 in the books. Appreciate you. Uh, make sure you tune in. Make sure you uh, check out all the other guys, all the other shows that we put on during the week. And if you hadn't noticed early today, the Lion in Combat Zone is back. I can't wait to snatch him away and do a 30-minute segment on some boxing because there are some great matches that are supposed to be set up for um, this year, 2022. So I'm anxious to talk about those with him on the combat zone. So that should be fun. Uh, check out checkers and records, you know, this is the turn of the year. So the racing season is getting ready to get amped up. I think Daytona is in a few weeks, so that should be good to go. Uh, make sure you, if you, if you're feeling kind of low on your mentals, Monica and her quantum theories will get you all pumped back up with quantum inspiration. Your rest fan, Check out Super Kicking It with Steven. Um, he'll get y'all hooked up. And you know, on Sundays, I'm hooping it up with the big man in the middle. State of basketball. Love you guys. Appreciate you. BW Sports One, uh, the website.com, BW Sports One, YouTube, Instagram, uh, TikTok, all that good shit. We got it. Holler at us. Info.bwsports1 at Gmail. Uh, I'm out of here. I got to go. Uh, hit the button. I will.